Hello you guys and welcome to the first episode of the More Than Grateful podcast. Uh, it's a podcast that I decided to start um, on my birthday. Today's my birthday. Well, not today because I'm recording in advance, but the day you guys are listening to this, it's the 21st of March. Oh, or maybe not because you might be listening to this later on. Okay, today I'm recording releasing this episode it's the 21st of march uh and i'm turning 22 today uh this podcast is a little birthday present to myself the years 2020 and 2021 have been so hectic and crazy and anxiety inducing it's been hard to feel a sense of hopefulness and to kind of feel like one had something to look forward to so i've decided to start this podcast to just, you know, give myself a little bit of structure in my life, but also I want to use it as a time capsule that I will be able to look back on when I'm a little bit older and a little bit grayer (laughs) and when it's not my 22nd birthday anymore. Um, But I also wanted to share those thoughts with you guys and create a sense of community because I do feel like I am truly wiser when I get to hear other people's opinion on what I say (laughs) and also yeah I just felt like sharing those thoughts so this is going to be a weekly episode type podcast I'm gonna try to oh my god you guys fun fact okay I was born on a Sunday. Initially, I was born on a Sunday. I was born on 21st. You guys, I'm a little bit scared because a lot of people on TikTok have been saying that you're not supposed to give your natal chart like to strangers because then they can use information about your zodiac to manipulate you. But I don't think (laughs) that I have enough social interactions (laughs) for people to try manipulating me right now so okay I was born on the 21st of um March 1999 in Paris the city of lights la ville lumière um which makes me why am I saying all this wait what the fuck oh yeah fun fact oh yeah Uh, okay I'm back here (laughs) this is so messy please bear with me um (laughs) please laugh at my expense it's okay I don't I really don't fucking mind. Um, yeah, so I was initially born on a Sunday. And ever since then, for the past five years, my birthday has always fallen on like a Tuesday or a Thursday, an uninteresting day where I couldn't really enjoy it and have fun and like hang out with friends and stuff because I usually went to class well in a shocking an unexpected turn of events. <laughs> this year, my birthday is on a Sunday too. I'm so happy and excited and I feel like I'm finally gonna get to fucking celebrate myself, aka the most important person in my life, my true number one. You can't see it right now, but I'm bumping my chest because, you know, that's what bros do um (laughs) yeah so I'm excited I'm excited about this year's birthday because last year for my 21st I was (laughs) it was in a different uh different situation my birthday last year I think was a Thursday or Friday and I had a four-hour exam I think it was international environmental law I want to say I'm not sure, but it was a very long, it was like a three or four hours exam. And uh, I was in quarantine because it was the first lockdown in France. So very, very exciting uh, celebration of a 21st birthday. I don't know if I had a cake. I feel like my mom made one. Yeah, it was, it wasn't a good, it wasn't the best birthday. Although I should be grateful because, you know, I'm still out here celebrating birthdays living the life <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> okay anyway 
So on this podcast every week, I'm going to talk about pop culture. I've already started uh, recording an episode about the lyrical pues. That is, uh, I don't know if you guys understood what I just said. Pues is a French word, but I think in English you say pues which is just like a, a magnificent way or like a very impressive way in which someone achieves something in poise. Anyways, sorry, it's the French in me. I need to brag. You know, the only benefit that you get if you're French is people somehow, for some reason, thinking that it's sexy sometimes when you say stuff. So I'm going to exploit that because I'm a greedy motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, uh, so I'm going to talk about pop culture. I've got a whole episode that I'm recording right now. Episode, sorry. Um, obviously, you know, uh, English is not my first language, so please be kind uh, when addressing my lack of grammar or my bad pronunciation. Thank you so much. Kindly yours. Kind regards, Ariane. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to talk about pop culture. I have a whole episode that I'm recording right now about Taylor Swift and how much of a lyrical poet her folklore and Evermore albums are. Because that was a big part of surviving 2020 was being a 20, you know, a Taylor Swift stan. I have no idea. I have no understanding of how people who do not listen to Taylor Swift or follow her to some extent, survived last year. I do not understand. Please send me an email and describe precisely how and why you decided to survive 2020 without listening to those albums. Uh, I will not read them, but please send them out. Okay, so I'll talk about pop culture. I'm going to talk about a little bit about social studies and politics and a little bit of you know, activism, history of activism, just because that's my, you know, if you guys, do you guys watch New Girl? You should watch New Girl. If you've watched New Girl, I feel like I can't spoil a show that's literal years old. So if you haven't watched New Girl and what I'm about to say is a spoiler, get over it and watch New Girl. What the fuck are you doing? That's one of the best. What was this accent? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, it's one of the best shows out there. You need to watch New Girl. Um, anyway, so if you've been watching New Girl, you know that there is a very good episode where Coach says, that's my jam. And he does like the thing with his mouth where like, if you know, you know, you know what? It's an inside joke. And if you're out of it, too bad. But yeah, I'll say that like, Social studies and political science is my jam. <laughs> so we're, we'll talk about this a little bit on this podcast. But then, of course, I decided to name this podcast More Than Grateful. Um, because I do feel there's sort of a double meaning. Um, <laughs> I went to law school, but I also got a degree in um, English Lit. So I'm a very dramatic person. I also was a theater kid for 10 years. So that explains whatever the fuck is currently going on in your earbuds. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I chose to name the podcast More Than Grateful because throughout this year and ever since um, Mrs. Miss, Miss Covida, Miss Corona, Miss Covida la Corona 19, started in 2020 in 2019 what the fuck <gasps> we're all collectively so old man oh my god i had my mom buy me um sunscreen last week because i was like mom i'm getting old and i'm turning 22 and i need you to buy me sunscreen because apparently i need to have skincare routine which i'm gonna say has tremendously improve my appearance but I'll never admit to that if any sort of you know skincare person asks me I'll never admit to that don't quote me on that thank you um but I feel like after living through 
you know, 2019, 2020 and 2021, how is my generation going to look like at 60? We're going to look like fucking zombies, man. Like, do you know how quickly stress ages you? And I'm going to have to have fucking wrinkles because of COVID. Oh my God. I hope, do you know what, what would be actually fair and right would be if our government decides that we all collectively should have a global discount on Botox. I think that that's what would be fair and square. That would be being respected as a citizen would be, you know, the government saying, hey, you guys, I understand that you've been under a little bit of stress because of Miss Covida de la Corona and... 45% off your first Botox injection. I will only rest when this is the norm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, bye. Um, okay, bye. I'm still very much here. Okay, please don't go. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, I was explaining the name and I keep getting distracted by my own comedic genius oh i'm an aries you guys i don't know if you guys you know realize i could have been a sagittarius which i think you might agree with if you're listening intently and not just thinking of slapping me across the face um so i i'm very i'm actually very grateful for the whole covid experience and that might be the worst thing you could possibly say uh considering the number of people who died or got, you know, uh, very sick for long periods of time and are st still affected by the illness. Uh, the health workers who have been under a tremendous amount of pressure without being fairly paid or, or given enough respect and credit. And um, just every single person that has been affected in a negative way by this crisis. But... I have to say that I'm incredibly privileged in this whole thing, um, mainly because it did not cause a serious health crisis amongst my loved ones. I haven't had anyone who has been severely affected by COVID uh, around me. I am healthy for now and I'm profoundly grateful for that but I've also had somewhat of an economical stability throughout all this mainly because I saved up before before the crisis and because my rent is not that expensive this year I'm I have four roommates so it's you know um but yeah I do feel grateful in the sense that this year has given me an understanding and um, an opportunity to get closer to myself than I ever had before. I do feel like I am in a way the version of myself that I always wanted to create or if I'm not her right now I'm on my way to creating a version of myself that I'm very just proud of and happy to be within. So um yeah and to give you guys a little bit of context I am recording right now from my bedroom in my grandfather's house uh, in southern France I originally live in Paris with my roommates uh, I moved there in October but in November, November, yeah, November, there was the second lockdown in France. And uh, unfortunately, my grandmother passed away this summer after the first, the first French lockdown. So my grandfather would have been on his own um, for the second lockdown. So I decided, you know what, I have my classes, uh, I'm taking my classes remotely he has Wi-Fi and uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go down south and be with him. And so for the past three months, except for like two or three weeks where I went to go 
pass my exams in Paris or I went to um, see my parents in the city. I have been uh, quarantining of sorts. Yeah, I guess quarantining with my 90-year-old grandpa and his cat. Uh, cat that is 10 years old and before this event had never allowed for me to touch her her name is Minu because that's my my grandpa calls every single cat Minu it's it means cute in French and um, I don't know if it's just her name or if it's just how he calls every single cat because the other day we were walking around and there was a cat that wasn't Minu that wasn't his cat and he still called the cat Minu so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit confused but yeah so Minu she's 10 years old you know she's she's set in her way in her ways you know you can't she's an old respectable lady and um, before this whole quarantining together I never could touch her or like rub her belly I love cats so much I love animals so much um but after this whole thing she finally agreed that we could you know be friends and hang out and stuff so sometimes she lets me scratch her which is tremendous progress and I have to say one of the happiest things that has happened this year so yeah I've been quarantining out here um I've been, what have I been doing? I've been studying, I guess. <laughs> Although, you know, being actually um, interested and active in classes has been very, very hard. I'll say that. I haven't really felt motivated just because it's hard to, this is my final year as a student and just like thinking that I'm gonna have to get out there and become a professional in six months and find a job so I can pay rent is terrifying because of the whole COVID thing. So you want to know the truth? I've been taking care of myself, my dude. I have been taking care of myself. And that's the other part of the more than grateful name. I'm more than grateful, first of all, because I'm more than grateful because <laughs> I'm actually very very grateful to be where, where I am right now and to have this opportunity to sort of record my thought process and then go back to it and share it with others and create those conversations but I'm also more than grateful because <laughs> there's more to being grateful than I think the current like self-improvement discourse that is being put out there I truly do think that finding peace within your human experience is a process uh, that is not linear <laughs> and sometimes when I look at like you know creators on YouTube or TikTok it's it's a little bit too good to be true so I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about like the, the behind the scene of getting to know yourself, you know, doing shadow work, starting therapy, basically just navigating your 20s as a young adult, <laughs> navigating your 20s as a young adult. Thank you so much for that, Ariane. Um, <laughs> navigating your 20s in a COVID or post-COVID world and just and still being present and still being grateful yeah um when uh when the covid i'm sorry by the way if you know covid and this illness and this pandemic has been very traumatic for you and i'm i'm, I'm you know i'm talking about it a lot it's just to to give you guys a little bit of context and to be honest about why and how I'm starting this process and this uh this show I yeah uh I do not like talking about it in my everyday life and I don't like talking about like how many cases there are and like when is the vaccine finally coming for everyone and how and why and when and where I do not like to talk about that but it has affected my physical and social and spiritual and emotional life 
tremendously, which is why I'm addressing it. Uh, so I'm sorry if you guys are uncomfortable with Miss Covida de la Vida. I promise that in the next episodes where I'm not really talking about, you know, how much the situation has changed and how it has changed me and my environment, I won't talk about her that much. But right now, this is what's happening. So, so um, last year, when COVID started to spread in China and everyone was like, oh, it's just a China virus. China people is so different than us. We're so, we're totally underestimating them. It's so far away. There's no way. <laughs> um, I lived in Strasbourg. I was doing my international law master's, first year of master's. And um, I was going through the most stressful episode of my life my dog I, I feel like this episode is slightly sad but I hmm, it's not sad okay you guys as Albus Dumbledore once said what did he say something about the light and how you can always find it if you decide to turn it on when it's dark that was a terrible quote okay um it's through it's by going through darkness that you learn to appreciate the light so this is what's happening right now um yeah so my dog died um on the 1st of january 2020 which i mean she was just the greatest messenger she was like bitch let me tell you I do not want to be here for the shit show that is about to go down. And she was absolutely right. And you know what? Hats off to her because she she really knew what she was doing that dog. <laughs> her name was Elsie and um, she was 10 or 11. And I had her for Christmas when I was, when I was 10 or 11. <laughs> I do not recall exactly, which is why I'm not sure about her age. Um, but yeah, she was, she, I started having her on, um, for Christmas and she died on New Year's Day, New Year's Day. So she was a little Christmas winter baby and she, you know, she, I, I like to think that she learned a thing or two from my family about drama <laughs> and like learning to make an entrance. And learning to live with a bang, you know. She didn't want to, you know, any other day of the year doesn't have the same significance as New Year's Day or Christmas. She's, she was just that bitch. And when she saw 2020 coming, she was like, I'm no longer, my service are no longer available to you guys. I have to go back. <laughs> anyway, whatever, my dog died, so... Uh, I'm talking about it quite lightly and with like, you know, humor right now, but it was a process and it was very sad. And um, usually when I'm sad, I'm very anxious because being sad makes me feel like I'm out of control and being out of control makes me feel like I'm in danger. And when I feel like I'm in danger, I get incredibly anxious. Um, so I started having um depersonalization and what is it depersonalization and de oh fuck I forgot the word depersonalization okay I basically started having the thing where you feel like you're in your body but it's not your body it's hard to explain if you haven't had it and I started having the other side of this anxiety symptom where uh, you feel like life isn't actually real life and on top of that I've had intrusive thoughts since I was 16 but I started uh, having them more frequently and I had my first panic attacks la 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 <laughs> so fun so yeah that was January and February 2020 I wrote down how I felt during this episodes and I'm so grateful for that because when I go back to it 
it's just such a clear and vivid description of the way I felt back then. I can feel in my bones like the continuous how I, I was so tense like my neck and my back and my just I had this it was like a constant headache but it was constant anxiety and fear in this I felt so tense my my stomach was knotted it was just this for two weeks and I'm not I don't think I'm kidding for two weeks I felt like it was never ending. I went to bed and I was like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be the same. And I'm going to lead my entire life being this stressed, feeling this anxious and this fearful and being led by fear and doubt more than, but more than by, you know, curiosity and, and desire, which was so scary to me. Um, I had my first panic attack in a restaurant it was a um un, un restaurant uh, libyan um and i was there with friends and i just started to over focus on my environment and i felt i don't know how to explain panic attack <laughs> And maybe, you know, I guess everyone gets panic attacks differently. But to me, it was just like I couldn't focus on something else than how I felt. I was in, you know, it was like this adrenaline and I felt like I was going to pass out. I felt like I was going to pass out. I was just like, you need to get home and you need to get on your bed because you're going to pass out. And if you pass out on the street, you're going to hurt yourself. I never, whenever I have a panic attack, I never fear um, dying. I always, it's always just passing out, which is so bizarre to me because if I pass out, I just pass out. Like, what's the, you know, what's the drama here? I passed out before when I was giving out blood and um, during a heat wave, which was a very smart move on my part. I went to give blood during a heat wave. They took a lot away from me because not that many people got to give blood, which I I don't know I guess I can understand because some people are scared of needles and some people I don't know but in France it's really really easy to go and get blood and they always always need some so and it's just you know it's something I like to do for my community giving blood anyway so this day I went and I passed out and it wasn't that scary it was a little bit like the movies like I started having this feeling in my stomach and I told my mom like I don't feel good and I started um, getting out of the chair and then I fell, blacked out for a minute. Um, and when I woke up, it was like in the movies where, you know, there are many heads, like all the nurses rushed towards me and they were like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, you're in the blood giving, you're in the blood center, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's not that scary. But I guess, I, I guess it's sort of how I feel about death, too. It's just like, once you're dead, you're dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not scary because once you're in it, you're in it. No, I don't know. Anyways, so I, when I had those panic attacks, I was scared of passing out. And, and once I had the first one, I couldn't... What? This is a long... Yeah, but you know what? This is my podcast. I'm going to I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Um once I had the first panic attack, I couldn't run away from this anxious feeling. It followed me for weeks, literal weeks. And then the next week, the week two weeks after that, I think, I was still just as anxious. And I was in the middle of class in a big class it was a big 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 um not a theater but you know where like the place where lectures are given by uni teachers I don't know <laughs> my vocabulary is a little bit lacking I'm very sorry my apologies um and so I was at a lecture it was an economical what was it it was a financial it was a European finance class I think so it was very fucking boring but (laughs) I was still trying to listen to stuff but at one point 
I felt like my vision started getting blurry at the edges. And I, I, again, got that feeling in my stomach. And I was like, that's it. I told my friends I have to go. And uh, she was amazing about it. She literally moved out of the way, was like, okay, text me when you feel better. And I went to the bathroom, called my mom, cried, said, I think I'm going to pass out. I don't understand what's happening. This has happened last week. Please help me. Obviously, my mom was all the way across uh, the country. So there was no way she could help. So she said, go to the university nurse. When they said that I felt like I wasn't going to pass out, I think throughout the whole thing, she was like, girl, you're just anxious because she recommended um, that I saw a therapist or like that I went to a class to control my breathing, which I took her information. And she was an amazing doctor, by the way. Anyway, and then I went to... Yeah, so basically what I'm trying to say through explaining this to you guys is that 2020, the first semester of 2020, was an incredibly uh, stressful time in my life. Perhaps, no, the most stressful time in my life. And so I I don't like to reminisce on that time, but I reminisce on that time because it's insane to me to realize how far I've come I yeah it's just crazy I feel like I've aged six years in just one year like I am so different from who I was at 20 it's insane and I feel like this pandemic and going through this international crisis has aged all of us and changed all of us in so many ways but also given us the opportunity to get to know ourselves in such a deeper way if we wanted to we truly had the opportunity to give ourselves the time uh, and space that we wanted Um, and thankfully I've had that And I have had a very great, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say I've had a great second semester of 2020 and I'm starting to have a great first semester of 2021. So I'm very excited and I'm happy about, I'm just, I'm happy and grateful for change. Change is the subject of today's video. Um, I didn't know if I should give like a subject to today's video because well, it's sort of the intro, you guys are learning to know me, you're figuring, you're figuring out, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I was gonna say fingering, but that's not what's, yeah, that's not, see, I'm gonna give myself my own limits, and I'm gonna say that this was not okay, <laughs> this is not our style in the more than grateful podcast, we do not say fingering, what was I trying to say? Okay. Anyway, I wanted to talk about change because I feel like that's a universal subject that touches all of us. And also, quarantine and COVID just made you have to change. And I am reading right now the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which... I mean, everyone by this point has read or heard of this book. It's a New York Times bestseller. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's a book about a woman that learns to reclaim herself. She was in an unhappy marriage. She had kids with this man and then she met this woman. They fell in love. And throughout all this, not just throughout, you know, meeting this woman and falling in love, but also before that, she slowly but surely progressed towards owning her persona and reclaiming her life. And it's a very great book. It gives advice, but it's also one of those books where, like, you know how you listen to, like, to grandparents. Oh, my God. Do I say like a lot? I'm scared of listening to this back and saying like a lot. I feel like people don't 
appreciate. <laughs> I have terrible humor. I feel like people don't appreciate when people say like a lot. Okay, I'm going to try to make a conscious effort of changing this behavior. So, um, it's a great book and it's, it's leading by example, which is what I was trying to say for the past couple minutes. And I, at the beginning of the pandemic, I didn't used to get excited about the future because everyone was so scary and uncertain. And there was a, I think there was like a part of the world, especially in the US, with like the Trump election and the terrorists that decided to invade um, Washington, everything. Like it was so scary. And I feel like a lot of people were like, this is genuinely uh, a dystopian world that is starting and I have to get guns and I have to get, <laughs> I have to learn how to, <laughs> I have to learn how to find my own food and cook a chicken because <laughs> this is going to be helpful in the next couple of years. But yeah, it was a very scary times. But now that we are trying and finally achieving, uh, managing to find a routine in the the unexpected and the, you know the ever-changing um I do feel like progress has been made and change has come in a positive way for a lot of us and do you know do you know do you know do you want to take an educated guess as to what has led that change in my life? It is TikTok, yeah. Um, is TikTok like a Facebook company? I don't, oh, fuck me. I don't like giving money and like promoting companies that are owned by multi-billion people who... I'm not even going to start talking about capitalism, but okay. I hope TikTok is like a cute little thingy. I nah, I should have done my research. I'm sorry, you guys. That's a lot of apologizing. I'm not sorry. I'm human. Fuck you. Not fuck you. Your hair looks great today, by the way. <laughs> Please keep on listening. But yeah, TikTok for me has been a very great way to learn so much more about different cultures and different habits and... um develop some hobbies that I perhaps wouldn't have had the opportunity or the idea to want to try out but it's also a great way to feel like having you have a uh, community even in times like those where we are so isolated and so far away from friends or from lovers or from or from family or from work or from strangers because it's important to have strangers around how else are you supposed to Meet your new friends. Friends are strangers as far as lovers too. Family too, if you want to take things like an extra step, you know, before you... Huh, scary, I mean, I swear to God, I didn't know my family before I knew my family. You just see what I mean. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, TikTok has been amazing uh, in terms of like, creativity and just activism and learning more about you know social science and mental health and everything tiktok is so great but it's a great mm, but tiktok is amazing but i do feel like as humans we get burnt out when we consume more than we create we get burnt out when we take in from the world more than we give back to it and lately I've been very scared about my future and about like how to manifest my desires and how can I you know turn my dreams into game plans and how like which steps can I take and how can I organize myself in order to um, create the life I want to live and that's 
in a way, a selfish way to look at existence. And it's also, it's also only, you know, you only get one perspective when your perspective is only like, how do I achieve my desires? So I was uh, reading uh, tarot for myself the other day. I was asking uh, my spirit guides for some advice. And they basically said, girl, if you're feeling lost, why don't you try giving out to the world more than you receive for like a couple days just instead of desperately and anxiously trying to gather your energy towards your goals and doing it in a way that isn't purposeful or useful because you haven't made a game plan why don't you take your head away from it for a little bit make cookies from scratch go to an animal shelter take care of puppies take care of your community write a paper on how to eat the rich do you know useful things for the universe and um (laughs) i just keep going on tangents i oh my god the you know what the idea that someone might be listening right now is hilarious the idea that someone would would purposefully that someone would actually listen to this whole thing and still be listening. Do you know, I like to think that I'm somewhat of a good conversationalist when I'm in a conversation with someone. Like, I think that I'm good at asking questions and being like, oh my God, but how come blah, blah, blah. Um, But right now, in terms of like charisma, and uh you know i identify with shrek from the movie shrek and dracula from the movie hotel transylvania i feel like i truly do give off count dracula in hotel transylvania sort of like (laughs) lonely weird person with a cape i wish i had a cape you guys maybe for my next birthday for my 23rd i should get myself a cape this year i got do you guys want to know what i want for this birthday this is a disaster of an episode i feel like i'm gonna listen to it back and be like you didn't finish this thread of thought and you started this idea and you didn't finish it what was i talking about before talking about drakey and shrekey i was talking about tiktok and i was saying that we do feel burnt out when we don't put into the world as much as we get from the world and so i feel like with apps like tiktok and instagram and pinterest you like a lot of content you resonate with a lot of content and you like it like you like it you save it you're like oh my god that's I really resonate with that that was a really great thought and that really touched me but then you just like it and move on and what I've been doing for the past week or so but it's gonna be long as fuck because I'm you know I don't know that I have a social media addiction but there's been little else to do and little like it's been hard to feel like I have a social life with everything going on. So I've definitely been on social media a lot. But I was just like, I like so much content that could be impactful in my life, but I don't take the time to process it. So for the past week, I've been going through my likes on Pinterest and I've been going through what I've saved on Instagram and I've been going through what I've saved and liked on TikTok And I haven't been looking at any other content. And when I see like a quote that I like, um, and that which was the reason why I saved that content, I'll write it down or I'll process it or I'll say it out loud. I'll process the fucking information. (laughs) And then if like I saved a, if I saved like content because it was a link to a website that is nice or like it was a, 
info about a movie that could be great. I wrote it down. I just processed all this stocked up info that I was like, I was sending at myself, but never truly taking the time to read or process before. And it's been really informative and great. I feel like I'm on the right track. There's a movie about that. You're on the right track. Nah, nah. It's a Disney song. I'm on the right track. Okay, bye. Okay, I don't know. But yeah, so I've been doing this and it's, it has been uh, incredibly calming. Because it's like going through social media but without this social interaction. So I guess it's not really a social media. It's like a media library where you go through the books that you've saved through the years and said like yes I'll read that I'll read that as soon as I finally go on the ski holiday with Luke from marketing he's gonna ask me out and then I will read that book by Angela Davis I will finally do it I will do it and you never do it but you know what you can do it (laughs) Okay. Anyway, if you guys uh, are looking for a way of being productive that still feels somewhat lazy, going through the content that you save for yourself on the different apps and social media that you use could be cool. And you could actually learn a thing or two because uh, I'm sure that you guys like informative, important <laughs> content. Anyway. Um, Can I just say, I have no idea what just happened. I have no idea what just happened. I just spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke. I tried to explain how social media had an impact on how much I've changed in 2020 because it was a way to feel like I had a community and it was a way to learn that didn't feel restrictive and as stressful or boring as my actual studies. I tried to talk about how COVID changed me as a person and I try to introduce the notion that the anxiety, the strong anxiety that I felt at the beginning of last year when the pandemic was just beginning has now been receding and that I'm really excited and happy to finally be able to truly feel grateful about the existence I've created for myself. Uh, I tried to talk about I try to introduce what we're going to talk about on this podcast. And then I feel like 30% of whatever the fuck that was, was just me rambling. But then again, (laughs) I haven't had a regular social life in the past year. So can you really blame me? Can you really blame me? Can you really blame me? Sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I was serious about the like the Sagittarius thing I truly don't understand how there isn't one hint of a Sagittarius in my chart I do not understand my Mercury which which is supposed to be communication is in Pisces that makes no sense to me I am a communicative a communication a fireball fireball Meaning, if I feel like talking, I'm going to talk and I'm going to be excited and I'm going to be hyper and I'm going to not make sense sometimes and sometimes you're going to be like, please, slow the fuck down. And when I don't want to talk, I don't talk for two hours on, on end and I look at you and I'll just observe. But, I don't know. I feel like I should have more Sagittarius in my chart. If you're a Sagittarius, I love you so much. If you're a Taurus, please marry me. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I'll probably do a more in-depth episode about like astrology and everything. But I don't know. Do you know what I've truly learned throughout this year? Is that there truly is, like life is truly about balance. I've always been a person that, and that's because I I have a Virgo rising. Maybe you didn't expect that, but I'm, when it comes to my professional life, I am very much a perfectionist. 
Um, I do not consider this podcast my professional life because when I decided that I wanted to start it, I told myself that I was not even going to think about it making me money or like giving me like any any sort of like a influential platform all I want to do is get the shit out there have a good time doing it um get the response of like cute cool people which I'm sure you're do you know how cute and cool you are dances okay (laughs) and then just get on with my life I I don't like reading I don't really um at my most productive when my creativity is dependent on like it like when I depend on my creativity for financial resources so what I was trying to say is that I just I'm doing the podcast because I want to do the podcast Um, but in all the parts of my life I have found that I'm very much of a perfectionist and I used to daydream about this perfect existence where there was no where nothing you know where my romantic and professional and social and uh, physical life were all perfect and now I'm slowly learning to appreciate how that's never gonna happen and what I've truly learned throughout this year is that you're gonna find pockets of happiness even you know during the hardest of your days and it truly is like the fucking yin and yang like there is gonna be pain and happiness and happiness and pain and it's just go it, it goes hand in hand and each is more beautiful and meaningful because of the other so that's you know that's my tumblr take <laughs> on the coronavirus situation um you guys i've been talking for 50 minutes and none of you have raised your hand to tell me to shut the fuck up i am so surprised um if you're actually still here if you're actually still around if you're actually still dancing in the moonlight dancing in the moonlight okay if you're still here thank you so much for listening to whatever this ramble was about this was my intro episode and just just to give you a little bit of a taste of on my personality and just what I want to do with all this it was very messy and I chose not to uh structure this episode maybe I was wrong maybe I was incredibly right and that was the best podcast episode you've ever listened to and will ever listen to because you know what there is only down from here this was my peak I peaked during this fi- those 50 minutes that was amazing that was my best piece of entertainment yet and from now on I can only hope to shine as brightly as I did for the past hour <laughs> yeah so I've been talking for 50 minutes so I'm gonna let you guys go and I'll see you next week um the topic of the The topic of the next episode will be uploaded on my Instagram, which obviously is the More Than Grateful Podcast Instagram. And on on said Instagram, you can also send me an email if you or like please comment on the Instagram because please, 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 uh, I want to get a reaction. I need to get a thumbs up, a thumbs down, maybe a bomb emoji maybe a pear emoji, maybe a pillowcase. Is there a pillowcase emoji? Any type of uh, reaction you guys want to give me will be more than welcome. Uh, And as a parting gift, I'm going to give you guys some affirmations that you could uh, repeat three times. Uh... You can repeat each affirmation three times in the morning, preferably in front of a mirror or by doing simple tapping work. So tapping is just 
You can tap really in any way you like. It's just a way of connecting your body with what you're uh, saying. So I'm going to give you guys three morning affirmations for the week, which are going to be, first one is going to be, I celebrate my creativity. I celebrate my creativity. I celebrate my creativity. Second one is going to be, I accept positive change. I invite it. I accept positive change. I invite it. I accept positive change. I invite it. And the third and final one is going to be, I let feelings pass through me. I control my reaction to events or actions. I let feelings pass through me. I control my reaction to events or actions. I let feelings pass through me. I control my reaction to events and actions. And after those affirmations, which, you know, you can do in the morning, you can do at night, but I do feel like doing them in the morning is just going to give a special kick and a special flavor to your day. So try doing this for a week and you can always, you know, add them to other affirmations if you have like some favorite one. I really like doing just some simple tapping work every day with like, I am present, I am present, I am present, I am patient, I am patient, I am patient, I am grateful, I am grateful, I am grateful, I attract positivity. I attract positivity. What is mine comes my way. What is mine comes my way. What is mine comes my way comes my way comes my way. I'm present. I am patient. I'm grateful. I'm kind. Present, patient, grateful, and kind. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry for that. But then I also can give you guys an activity. And to this week's activity, which you have to find a time during the week to do this is going to be a drawing or painting activity where you're going to have to personify one of your favorite landscape or place in the world. I want you guys to think of one of the place in this world, on the crust of this planet that we ride um, around the fucking sun going God knows where. I want you guys to think of a place that makes you feel peaceful and hopeful. If you can do like you can do either peaceful or or hopeful and you can or you can do like a couple like wandering for a place that makes you feel hopeful and wandering for a place that makes you feel peaceful, but if you guys can think of a place that makes you feel peaceful and hopeful that would be that would be crazy great. I want you guys to think of a place that makes you peaceful or hopeful or both. And I want you guys to draw or paint what that place would look like if it was a human. Does it wear earrings? Is it a girl? Does it have ears? Does it have freckles? Is it wearing a dress? I want you to personify it and I want you to draw it with care and love and as much peace and hope as this place gives you. If you guys do actually um, draw those special places and personify them and draw them as humans, please send me a DM with whatever you've come up with. I will be so glad and happy and feel so privileged to be, you know, to see such beautiful creations and I'd really like it if you guys like send me a dm send me a mail whatever and if you guys could tell me like you can tell me like oh I decided to draw this park in Connecticut I really like because blah 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 I love I love hearing from humans it's so cute you guys are so cute um so yeah if you do um the affirmations and the and this week exercise do let me know and thank you so much 
for tuning in. <laughs> this is so official. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of the More Than Grateful podcast. I'll see you guys ne next week. Have a wonderful end of your day. Bye, guys.